0: What's up? Happy Saturday to you. Hope you are doing well. My is Rick Beta, and this is another installment of Better Late Than Never. Yes, I kind of did a spin-off of my regular show. So uh, every Saturday, you know, what I've been doing is trying to catch up on a lot of videos from 2012 to 2015, right around the time when my kids are born. So I got a little behind. So now's the time to catch up. So this week, I checked out Boroughs: Join or Die, and that is from 2012 let's jump right in so join or Die premiered on february 16th 2012 in new york city and online february 24th so yeah seems like so long if you think about it 2012 seems like forever so long ago and people stood out in the rain for hours for this event and even rumor has it there was a ron chapman sighting so i don't know where's that guy these days i haven't heard too much or his name being brought up too much but i just thought i'd you know mention that but but anyways it had been also a solid eight years since word of mouth so you know fans obviously of the brand were stoked to say the least you know and it clocked in at about 24 minutes so i think it was like i think 24 minutes is like a perfect length it's it had the just right amount of you know true new york skating which everyone wanted and it's mostly tech skating you know no kind of big tricks big guns stuff like that no circus tricks you know it was all like just the crew and literally the whole crew they had everybody like even if it was one trick and two montages so it was just it was jam-packed for 24 minutes so and and one thing i did notice is on the um the footage they had some like kind of like bird's eye view overall you know of the overall team a couple times and it reminded me of dj Key, dgk's parental advisor which i reviewed you know a couple of weeks back was it last week i can't remember but you know i was just like oh yeah that's kind of cool you know it's the overview and kind of the rooftop shot is was a nice addition so it was just very interesting i thought i'd note that so but the title of the film, you know, of course, is inspired by Benjamin Franklin, who wrote the phrase, you know, it's first kind of like a political cartoon, you know, of the snake broken into eight pieces, but I like how they incorporated that. But could it be that Lil Wayne had some influence on that matter as well? So more on that later. So just wanted to start with that. So right from the start, they had a bunch of quick edits. Kind of, I kind of got the thrashing vibe with the pushes and the angles. The Miles Davis music worked; it was great, and then it got nuts like 50 seconds in. So here are some notes that I took along the way. Willie Acres rocking to the Bad Brains track, nice, perfect match. And of course, flexing his guns. I'm flexing mine right now. I don't have a crew pigeon tat though, but yeah, yeah, showing off that tat. I saw it; I noted it. And uh, he was throwing snowballs at cabs. And one of the cabs I noticed had an Entourage ad. So I was like, yeah, that's right. Entourage was like the big thing back in the day. I did watch that show, by the way. If you haven't, you know, maybe it's quarantine. You can check it out. I enjoyed it. But um, peep that near missile at 2 minutes and 22 seconds. That was close. Almost had a cameraman slash skater collision. Would have been curtains for both of them. But, you know, they pulled it off. So that was good. But mainly I just put... In in with a capital with the exclamation point. That ender though. Very cool. Very, very cool. And actually his part was my favorite. I, I love his style. I mean, dude just rips. So and he he's just a good he's it makes sense that he's on that team. And actually he could have easily taken final part as well with that with the footage he provided. So Danny Fala, of course, another standout for me also. I'm flexing. Showed us his crew pigeon. Yeah. But I put in my notes I put I got a real I always get a weird kind of like Daywon vibe from him and it really stood out in this video some key tricks like stood out I'm like dude he's got such a similar style and trick selection to Daywon so many similarities and it, it just I had to it, I had to mention that it just it's I was like what and and seeing him do that um he uh, he literally made the that cab driver stop at 3 minutes and 31 seconds I had to note that too <laughs> that that he was like nope I've seen this before. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna move forward. I'm gonna let this guy rolling through. Move along now, but uh, yeah, and also too, great save from the cameraman that fall at five minutes twenty three seconds. No cameras were harmed. So, but yeah, Danny fall. I mean, just Day One vibes all the time with that guy. I mean, look at some of the tricks that he does, and, and tell me if you agree or you think otherwise. But that's that's the vibe I got. So, and uh, Sylvester Eduardo. I put down, dude did three front threes in his part. You know, one key one, of course, he did one into a moving CRV. The other one over a rail. Yeah, I think the third one he did like over a street gap or something like that. But three front threes. I noticed that. So, And I think he's probably the only dude that left on the team that does not have a Fiboro tattoo at all. I don't even know if he has tattoos, period. But I know for sure, at least from what I recall, he does not have a Fiboro tattoo at all. So figure he's just kind of... He's going to be the last one to get it. Jimmy McDonald, he killed his part. As as expected. I enjoyed his song selection as well. But in my notes, I just put that ender. That's all i got to say. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. If you, it's been a while, go watch it as well. And Dan Pencil, his Dire Straight song, of course... It worked for me, but it had been used before in the past. I had to do a little research on it because I'm like, wait a minute. that's uh, who? Yeah. So it was James Qua. Back in the mid-90s. So, yeah, you know I mean? These things happen, right? I'm shrugging. I mean, I, I still don't think, though, that anyone's used safety dance. I don't know. I think that one's still available. Just saying. Solid, solid part, though. And Joe Tookmanian, a.k.a. Tube Steak. He had the final part, and dude slayed it. Great song, too. He was rocking to the uh, Rolling Stones' Jumpin' Jack Flash. Not too many writers can get away with that song. If you think about it, it's kind of a... I mean, it's got the nice beat and the and the bass, but I don't know. It, it, it worked, you know, but I, I just think, you know, not too many people could pull off that part, that song. So, great, great song. But And, of course, I had to note controversial grind alert at 19 minutes and 56 seconds i'm just gonna leave it at that but and also too what was up with that guy he was trying to dump like water or pee or something on him i mean doesn't he know that joe's got like a, a wicked karate kick and can take him down i was like huh well i want to know more about that so maybe there's some b-roll or something i can look up and find out what happened with that and of course, the soundtrack. I mean, I like the soundtrack because, for one, well, I mean, regardless of the the Dire Straits dupe, that's fine. Those things happen. But I like the eclectic mix. You know, I, there are a couple. Even the DJK video it was it was all rap and hip hop. That's fine. But I like a mixture of of different vibes. You know, and I think there should be more reggae in, in songs. I think. Speaking of Day One, I think Day One just kind of going sidetrack for a minute. Didn't Daywon, like, want a reggae song in his part, but then they gave him a hip-hop song, a rap song? I can't remember what it was, but I'm like, damn, we don't hear enough reggae and songs. Maybe, I mean, it's a tough one to do as well, if you think about it. There's probably not a lot of good songs that will stand out that are really popular, but, I don't know. Back on track, I just figured I'd mention that, because it just popped in my head. I'm like, wait a minute, I think Daywon tried to get some reggae, and he got just the axe. so... But yeah, so the soundtrack worked for me. There was during the credits if you watch, there was a little Wayne sighting, like I mentioned. And he too has a Fibro he's got the crew pigeon but it's on his face. That is like dedication. So, yeah, I mean, but to me though, I think he it sounds like he helped name the video because that's what he said. He said Fibro join or die. I'm like, "Okay, did they name that after what he said or did he, you know they told him, "Hey, say this." You know, I was just I don't know. Just something to think or was it benjamin franklin all along you know who, who inspired it that's the question i'm just you know vocalizing it so but overall great video great vibe world uh, has been around since 1996 so they have been around they survive it's not cheap to live in new york it's not cheap to operate in new york so i know they're working out like a literal like small studio i think jenkum did like a, a cap a, a video on them not too recent not too long ago and just kind of an update so yeah they're still out there grinding doing the work that's a long time 1996 so well done guys well done team and give this one you know if you haven't seen it yet it's 24 minutes it's not gonna kill you not gonna hurt you you know and you'll know i think you'll know right after you know the first 10 minutes you know if it's gonna be a good vibe for you it worked for me so like i said if you haven't seen it in a while too revisit it it still holds up to this day so that's all i got for this video it was great you know I, I i the fibro brand like i said they're one of the ogs in the game they're still doing it so let me know your thoughts and or not i will talk to you again on tuesday when i have another episode of the no manga podcast so i appreciate you tuning in later Fibro, Jonah going die